Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Oh, here it goes. Welcome into the Divas Dish Podcast. Your midday diva, Sheree Taylor here along with Elise Riley, our weekend diva. And our producer, Diva, are we allowed to call her a diva? Because we diva all over her. I mean, I think she's earned it. She puts up with a lot of junk. She puts up with a lot of junk, but she also pulls us into a lot of meetings with ops guys. She does. Very unnecessary Come on, Peaches. It's all done in fun. We get emails and calls from people. Why are you so mean to Peaches? Peaches is our producer. We absolutely love her. And she just is not having it some days. Okay, we talked about Cheeto, like Cheetos oh. dust on the microphone yesterday. You had a hair on your microphone? Just now. I'm like, what is touching my face? Ooh, where did that come from? You're the only one that uses that microphone. It was like a like one of those like fuzz pieces. It wasn't like a full hair, but something was touching my like my chin. And we, I had to You bend know back. we have people from other stations that come in here and use our equipment no, Please at don't night. use our things. Uh, We've yeah. been through this. We've been through this. Do not touch our things, especially the lighting equipment. Diesel will come in and use it, but he does ask if it's okay. He'll send me a text beforehand. Yeah. That's different. Other people come in and use it, and somebody thought they were helping the other day and threw away one of my reusable Starbucks cups. They thought it was trash and threw it away. So whoever thought they were helping, you weren't. You owe me a cup. That's okay. I can't even write in my notebook because my notebook is one of those special ones that you can microwave and it disappears. Um, because yeah, you literally those, micro. Tell us about the mic, the book. It's, it's so cool. It's like I want one. Rocket book or something like that. I don't even Rocket know. Rocket book and right, and um, you can like write on it, and it will. You could take a picture of the QR code that's on the page, and it'll show up like on your computer as a PDF. Um, it automatically saves, and then if you want to erase it, you just stick it in the microwave. But it came with a special pen, and you can only use this special pen on the pages to get it to microwave and erase. So I can't even use it because someone stole the pen out of my office. Uh, let's just say your office is shared with someone else. And yes. they have yet to give you a key for your office. No, I tracked one down. Oh, you tracked one down. Oh, I got it for myself. the most of the time, your office is wide open. Yeah. When the, your office mate is not there, it is unlocked and wide open. And so even when you're gone, your cup of pens and your whole area is prone to people giving itself a little five-finger discount. Not intentionally, because we have so many pens that walk away. I still have this cheap Star Wars pen that like has lived here forever. Well, the sad That doesn't go away, but the nice ones, yeah, my nice ones go. Oh, yeah. The sad thing is that like I have really nice like colored pens that are in there. I have like my fluffy pen we got that time with yeah, the big fuzz on it. Yeah, I've got mine over there. Yeah. And those pens aren't appealing, but this random blue pen that has this they, one purpose... 
because it does write on regular paper. It is a regular pen, but it's the it's the notebook that makes it special. So we think we saw yeah. it in the building. I did. Today. I think I saw somebody with it today, and I'm not amused. Um, it's. I mean, it's. It sounds There petty. was a kung fu death grip on that pen. I don't think the person knew no. it was your pen. I think the person may have picked it or or borrowed it from someone else yeah. that had used it. it I, don't, I definitely don't think it was malicious because this person comes in my office all the time and like hangs out and talks. And so they probably just walked in, sat down to do something, grabbed a pen out and wrote and then just walked off with it. it Without thinking. Yeah. yeah I mean, it, it happens. I've done it. It's not a big deal. I'm going to get another one. But still. But there was a Kung Fu death grip not on this pen this morning. Because I had a blue pen, and you're like, let me see that pen. And my pen is for Foothills Playhouse, which I'm a member of that company. My son's currently doing a play there. So yeah, I have a ton of these around. And there was another blue pen that was with someone else's notebook across the room. You saw it. I saw it. We went upstairs, and you looked it up, and you're like, that's the same I should pen. have just taken it then and there when I knew that it was because it was just sitting out in the open. Yeah. I should have just grabbed it then. Um, because now I'm sure I'll never get that one, which is fine. I'm going to go to Target and get some more after this. Not a big deal. But the Kung Fu death grip on the pen, and the person had no idea that's why we were there. We came for the pen. Oh, we did. People came for our tigers. We came <laughs> yeah, for the pen. We did. <laughs> we were like, oh, we're going to go get it. And then we got some other news about that person, and we're like, I should have just taken the pen. I you looked have. at me, and you're like, I should have just taken the pen. I should have, but it's okay. I'm going to go to Target and get some more pens. And everything will be fine. But every time I see it now, I, I'm going to like see this person using it. And I'm going to be like, that's my freaking pen. Oh, by the way, did we mention that this segment is brought to you by Rocketbook? <laughs> yeah. You can microwave your words. It's amazing. I'm just saying <laughs> I love it. And I haven't been able to use it because I didn't have a pen. So now I found out you can get them at Target. So I'm going to go after the show and, and get some. You know what? We mentioned that person doesn't like smells from the microwave. I wonder if they're going to like the smell of your book in the microwave. I, don't, I haven't actually tried to microwave it yet. See, I want to do that. I think we need to do a little video thing about that and do a little Facebook Live. Here's what happens. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to test out. We're going to product your test. Notes. Here's your notes on drugs. Here are your notes in the microwave. Which we technically could microwave it because a lot of that's from like Christmas and when we were doing all of our Christmas stuff and stuff like that. So, I mean, I don't need that anymore. So, we, we probably could microwave it. You don't need some Christmas in your life? No, Lord, we had enough. Okay, you know what we've got coming up? We've got uh, Cards for Kids. We are currently yes. in the middle of that. And so next week, we're going to be showing you how you make some Valentine's Day cards for the kids yes. at Prisma Health Upstate Children's Hospital. I'm so excited. I say this on my show every time. I'm like, this is my favorite event that we do with oh Magic. Gosh, I love it. Um, I love this event. I love being able to go um, to Prisma and deliver these cards for these sweet kids. They get so excited. And sometimes you get to party. see sometimes you get to see the same kids, you know, that you've seen before for Radiothon or something yes. else. So it's nice to get to reconnect with those families. And I get to sit down and make the thank you cards that we send out yes. to everybody who's helped us. So we, we basically dip our hands in ink and we make little hearts and we stamp the cards and uh, those go out to everybody and that's such a huge fun thing that we do every year and of course seeing how much these kids have grown and like we partnered with our, our awesome friends over at Long Heating and Air but we can't I mean Sheree and I cannot make you know thousands of Valentine's Day cards like it's just not going to happen we're going to make some, but we can't make we're that We're going to make some, but we're going to make some on video, and we're going to show you how to, and we're going to have little tutorials, because that, my friend, is what Pinterest is for, and that's yes. why we share our boards on Pinterest. Oh, yeah. We have Pinterest, but you didn't know that. But you didn't know that Magic has a Pinterest. We do. We do. We have recipes on there. We have uh, In the Kitchen with the Divas. We have Drinks mm -hmm. with Divas. 
And then we have taken a nap the next day with Divas. Yeah. How to style your bed <laughs> so that you can take a nap. Uh, we're also going to do how to make some great Valentine's Day cards because the, the, the store-bought cards are great. But do you remember making Valentine's Day cards in school oh, yeah. and how huge that was? And, of course, picking out the most special one for the most special boy. Oh, yeah, definitely. And it's it's really fun to see, too, the ones that come in because I'm on, you know, people know I'm on the promotion side as well. And so every year I get to go through all of these Valentines and separate them out, you know, girls and boys. Um, we get to take them. You're not supposed to put them in envelopes, but people do. And so you have to take them out of the envelope, put them in the piles. And we have to count them because we always want to know how many we have. I think last year we had like 16,000. It was crazy. It was insane. It took hours. It took hours. And what I need to do, because we've actually won awards for oh, uh, yeah. Cards for Kids. And I have the video that we presented for that. And then we won the South Carolina Broadcasters Association Award for that. And... Um, I also have the behind the scenes of us like bringing Ooh. in the cards, counting the cards. And I will tell you this, I love me some Elise. And I love Elise when she's a little frazzled. I don't mess with her, but I will run a camera and video her when she's yeah. frazzled because it is the funniest thing. It's rough. <laughs> it's, I mean, I'm not even going to lie. I'm not going to try to pretend that I, it's it's very stressful because you've got so many people in a room and you're going through all these things. And um 99% of the cards are perfect, but you have a few of them, you know, that we, you can't use. And so um, you got to go through them all and you got to count them and it, it gets stressful. It's hard to count 16,000 teeny tiny Valentine's and Day cards. And to keep the ones that are gender neutral. Yep. And then you have the female cards. And then you have the male cards. Yep. And then you've got, while we agree that people say God bless you and feel better and all this other stuff, that's wonderful. But the cards, we're asking you not to do that because people come from different walks of faith and right. walks of life. And they're going through some very private things. And you do not want to say, get well soon. Right. People that just may not assume, be the case. You know, yeah, like exactly. in the hospital. How, how about a nice thinking of you? Right. Yes. Or just straight like have a great day we really like puns you know oh, yeah. like the cute like yoda best valentine yoda, yoda, on yoda has been one of my favorites yeah actually I that did, actually helped us win an award i did and star wars ones last yoda best and um one of my favorites is um where does a hamburger take his date i don't know to the meatball Oh, see, I love a pun. Precious. Please do, please make some punny Valentine's Day cards for us this year and send them in so that we can take them because those are the ones that get the best laughs out of kids and ones with characters. You know, kids love different things. They love Star Wars. It's like when we got to deliver to Sam that year and they we had like Star Wars cards. Yeah, because we, so we saw some. We love our Sam. Sam was actually with us with Radiothon and we are proud to announce that we are doing Radiothon are. a little less than a month after we do Cards for Kids. We're, we are doing Radiothon early this year. We usually do it about August or September. We decided to move it up in the year. So uh, that's going to be something huge. And speaking of Radiothon and the folks over at Prisma, last night Prisma helped sponsor a health fair at my Bennett's school. So we go, of course, I knew the, the blood connection was going to be there, donating blood and all this other stuff. And of course, I'll walk in and I see all these doctors, like the doctors from the Christie group from Prisma and some other people that I know from Prisma. And then Bennett's walking around because the whole idea is a scavenger hunt. They get so many stamps and then they get put in a drawing to win gift cards. And so we had to go around at least to 15 different booths. So we're going around. Bennett got to plant some seeds. He got to do this little, he got to learn some breathing techniques and CPR techniques and some healthy vegan techniques and growing food techniques. And then 
we get over to the section where the kindergarten wing is, and I see some faces that I know. I yes. see Caitlin Our and Callie. Favorite faces. Oh, some of those faces. Caitlin and Callie. Um, Caitlin is one of the child life specialists, and part of her job is to take Callie around, who is one of the therapy dogs. Well, who we is love the them. ultimate therapy dog. Okay, I absolutely love them. I'm talking to her. I'm like, all right, I need to call you and Taylor because I want to come in and talk about the dogs with Wet Nose Wednesdays and tie it in with Cards for Kids as well as Radiothon. And then I look over and there's Cookie. My son's school, yes. Stone Academy, over the past couple of years have raised money, all their um, booster thons and their heart of gold balls, their Valentine's Day ball. That has all, all the proceeds from that has gone to pay for a new therapy dog. So we get to meet Cookie this year at Radiothon. I can't wait. Oh, my gosh. I cannot wait. She looks precious. You She's so me a precious oh and so cuddly. And it's just, and it's like, you know, it's. I saw Callie. And Cal, I, I tell this, um, one year at Radiothon, I had Austin, my oldest son, with me. And he sometimes has some stress and anxiety. He has ADHD. He was having a bad day at school, so I went and got him. And then we went up and saw Caitlin and Callie. Well, Caitlin and I are talking. Austin sits in a chair. He's having a bad day. Callie walks straight up to Austin, puts her head in his lap, and he goes, Mom, I feel a million times better. It's like she's an empath. She just took that away, took all the stress and the pain away. So they are amazing, and that's one of the things that we do with Radiothon. We raise money for the kids and, of course, the child life specialist. That's something that we pay for with Radiothon. We'll be talking more about that with you as we get closer and closer. And we're dying. I think I'm now peaches. Uh, yeah. The ghost of peaches. She probably breathed on your microphone. I'm hungry. I want, I want to go to wan- Lou's. I want to go some Lou's, too. I want some cheese wontons, what you said. I'm like, oh, yeah, that sounds so good. Oh, God, I love Lou's. All right, we're getting off track here. And peaches, I think she went to sleep. Uh, yeah. I think she I know. I feel sleep. bad because you're going to have to edit like 10 minutes out of that one. That was a whole like. Woo! That was a that whole was a segment. Whole train. And you know, yesterday we were teasing. It took us 18 minutes to get on topic. Mm, yeah. We're at 14 yeah, minutes was, now. That one was rough. Okay. Uh, we were talking about wanting to go out to eat. We want some cheese wontons, some nice unsweetened tea. And uh, I just want sushi. Mm, sushi sounds so good to me. Do you know that we spend yes. over $281 every month going out to eat? That hurts me. That is over $200,000 in your lifetime. Breaking it down in a year, $3,300. I mean, it definitely is valid, especially for for us, because when me, Colin, and Ella go out, I mean, it's $30 every time. And then yep. you got a tip. It's like when you go out with your boys, and I'm sure the boys eat. I they mean, eat like, more. Well, you know me. I mean, yeah. I, here's the thing about me. I I eat pretty much less than what my kids eat because I'll eat like two or three ounces at a time and then be hungry like three or four hours later because that's just the way my metabolism works. But and you go to restaurants, they give you huge portions and I end up taking the food home and I never touch it. So I'm really wasting a lot. And one of my friends, Ingrid, she does not have kids. She's never been married. She's always like, hey, let's go here and do this, that, and the other. And I finally had to tell her, when I don't have the boys, we will go out and do something. Because when I have the boys, it doesn't triple my food bill. It quadruples. Oh, yeah. Because my oldest son is very picky, as I've mentioned. And he will order a big person's burger. But he wants all the things taken off of it but cheese and ketchup. And so I am paying for a big person's burger for a kid-type meal, but they're not taking off the price for all that stuff they've added. So a $6 kid's meal soon becomes a $15 grown-up meal, 
and I've basically reduced it down, and they're not going to give me a discount on the price. So I finally looked at him, and I said, if you're going to eat like a child, you're going to get off the kid's menu. Yeah, it's probably honestly more than that in some it's months. It's crazy. Yeah, it is crazy because right now um, he's doing a play, and of course we are in tech week, so going back and forth every night, taking him to rehearsal, it gets to where I don't have time to cook a meal. If no. I'm out of here by 5, I have to get him to rehearsal by 6.30 because I live in downtown. We work on Woodruff Road, so it's going to take me 30 minutes to get home to begin with. Oh, yeah. And so, yeah. It's so just easy. It's easy. It's not good for your waistline. It's no. not good for your health, but it happens. That I mean, that's why it's called fast food because it's... It's very fast and very convenient. The fact that they said that it's $200,000 in your that's lifetime. A like, that's insane. It's according to where you live. In my neighborhood, that's half a house. It says, it says 83% of people have eaten at a fast food restaurant in the past month. I've eaten at a fast food restaurant in the past 24 hours. I got Jimmy John's on the way because I yeah, actually like, had to take Austin to rehearsal. Bennett had uh, acting class I had to pick him up from. Had to come back in here after shooting Wet Nose Wednesday. And I had to come back in here with Bennett in tow. So we stopped by Jimmy John's. It's just and easier. I know you don't like Jimmy John's, but I, I love me my veggie sub at Jimmy John's. It's It's just easier. It's easier, like right now, like soccer season's about to start for us, and I know for you too, and it's just, I mean, Yeah, we're in conditioning too. In addition to his uh, tech week, he's got conditioning. Oh Uh yeah, us too. Ella does gymnastics and Colin coaches the varsity team, so like we everywhere, every night, it's like, oh, we've got two games this week, three games this week, well, we'll get fast food on the way to the game. And yeah, it's it's not it's bad. Well, the beautiful thing is you don't have to go to the grocery store that much on those days. That's true. Yeah, because I, there's times I'll go to the grocery stores and stock up, and we have to go back and forth, and I end up wasting food like meat that expires and that oh, kind yeah. of thing. Maybe I could bring it and let someone cook it as chili here. I'm gonna. Oh my god. <laughs> well, uh, that did not happen this morning, thankfully. If you heard the podcast yesterday, you know my struggles. It, it did not happen this morning. Do you think he heard the podcast, or was he all cheese balling it up? Yeah, he walked by with the giant container of cheese balls. You're going to remember The Departed every time you yeah. see that. And you're just going to think of Jack Nicholson coming and beating I the was crap sitting out of him. in my office eating a bag of Cheetos. So I was. You had some Cheeto too? I was really. Every time. That's just a weird word. And so every time, like, I would. Because I'm really careful trying not to get it on my hands, but I would look down and I'd be like, ew. It's everywhere. It You can't help it. It's like sticky. It's, it's like glue. And if it's doing that to your hands and fingers, what is it doing to the inside of you? I know, right? Says the girl that is a, addicted. And you you told me not to eat them around you because I smell like them. Or leave them in the studio. Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> takis. The guacamole takis are amazing. They smell so They bad. are so good, though. They are so good. Those are my favorites. And yeah, so uh, you've got Cheetle Dust. I've got guacky Dust. Ew. That's so gross. Even weirder. Okay, so anyway, so I need to do better than that. And my mm. Starbucks bill, because Starbucks makes it easy with their app. Because yes, you I used just, it for the first time the other day. Oh, that app. Because you get bonus points and you attach it to your credit card or debit card. And you're like, yes, I would like to reload $30. And you don't think anything of it because it's on the app and it's easier to deal with because you're not swiping the card. You're just going, oh, ch- Teaching, it's like found money. Yeah, they found the money in your wallet and sucked it out of there. Yeah, we used it for but the I first love Starbucks. time yeah. oh, the yeah. other day. I'm sitting in the line waiting to pick up Ella from school, and I was like, you know, I could really use a drink. It was happy hour. So I ordered them all on the thing. I got Ella some cake pops, and as soon as she got out, we drove over there, walked in the door, and they're all just sitting there with our name on it right there. 
We didn't have to wait in line. It's so easy. It was amazing. I'll never order order the regular way. Yeah, well, you can order the regular way, but I have the app on my phone, and I walk in, and I go, okay, here's what I want, because I always have my reusable cup, thanks to the person that threw mine out in the studio. Yeah. Yeah, you come in here, use my stuff. And then you throw something away that's valuable to me. Yeah, I appreciate that. Anyway, so yeah, so yeah, you go in there, you order that, and it's there, and it, you swipe the little app, and it's cha-ching, you're done. Do you want a receipt? No, I don't want a receipt. It's on my app. I'm good. Well, and they're like, you think, like, oh, it's only just a couple of dollars. Yeah, but when you go three times a week, or... You go three times a week, or like, you go... I, I will not go to Starbucks with my kids with me. No. Because, like, the oldest is like, well, I want this, and then he'll drink half of the drink and get mom that was too sweet well I told you it would be too sweet and then my youngest he'll get like one of those little milk containers and those are like three bucks for like a sippy cup of milk Ella wants cake pops yeah he gets cake pops they're three dollars a piece yes and so she's like mommy can I have three cake pops I'm like no you cannot have a piece of cake I'm like no you cannot we we can literally go to Publix and buy a whole cake Mm, Publix cake "Mm." That sadly is not the kind of cake I got, Colin. I should have. I should have just stuck with normal. I'm switching over to keto, and so I knew that was coming. So (laughs) I bought the cupcakes from Publix the other day, and I just had to have them. And then you know what Bennett said? Because he knew I bought them, and he was at his dad's this weekend. So when he came back on Monday, he opens the fridge and goes, Mommy, did you have friends over to help you eat the cupcakes? (laughs) Savage. Oh, my God. I was like, yes, Miss Julie was here. Oh, yeah. I blamed it on Julie. Immediately blame it on someone else. (laughs) Well, I did keto, um, and it's not that bad. It's really not. Yeah, I'm just going to find a way to replicate uh, Publix cakes because those are the best. Yeah, that is kind of difficult. You can make your own cream cheese icing. Mm. Um, and it's actually it's just not too something bad. about their buttercream, though. I know it is delicious. Colin hates it. That's why I didn't get it. My ex husband hated it too. I'm like, what? Uh, yeah, but huh? Yeah, he doesn't like he doesn't like buttercream. I don't know how buttercream I, icing is anywhere I don't know near if what I we were talking friends. about. I don't. But. I don't know if uh, I can be friends with Colin anymore. I know it's it's hard, but that means more for me. So heck yeah, he you know doesn't what, eat Elise? the icing on a cookie cake either. I know more for me. Um, once again, I, I, I love you, and you always say you and Colin are so opposite. We are. <laughs> Apparently. Let's talk about this. I don't think you guys are anywhere near this, but you guys are talking about selling your house. We are. And so the average couple has 72 arguments a year about their home. Usually it's about any kind of improvements they want to do to it or how they want to decorate it. Um, and eight of those arguments um, happen in stores. 39 happen in other public places. 10 happen in front of their family or friends. I've seen that. I've seen that happen, and only 15 happen at home. So lesser part of the stress happens at home, but in stores. Have you ever just had a meltdown in a store over things? No. Or a disagreement, and you were it, you could feel an argument boiling up? Not that I can remember. Look at you. You had, to, you had to think. Because all of ours happen at home. Colin is not a very public person. Like, he's not confrontational and like he'll wait till we get home and say hey like let's talk about this um, oh that's like wait till your father gets home yeah conversation. he's not ah. one he's not one to make a scene or try to have a conversation in public um but yeah no all of ours happen at home we had three yesterday because you're getting your house ready to be sold we are we have to pack up everything in our house she gave us a month to do this list of things that she asked. And one of them is to have everything out of the house except for bare bones, like things for pictures. It is the most stressful thing I've ever done in my life. Ella has so much crap. 
Yeah, my kids do too. And that's why he keeps getting on me. He's like, you got to go because he can't go through Ella's clothes and stuff. Like, I know what she can wear, what she mm-hmm. can't wear, you know, all that. And he can't do that. But that's so frustrating for him because he's like, I just want to get in there and get it all out. Then tell him, like, why don't cool. you take Ella for a day or two out to different outings so I can do it without having to watch her. And, and that's worse because if I try to pare down things with my children mm-hmm. around, suddenly it's their favorite toy or oh, yeah. it's their favorite outfit. Why would you get rid of that? That's such and such. And so and so gave that to me on the 3rd of October when I was three. That's Ella. She knows every single detail about everything in her room. And everything suddenly has meaning whenever you go to clean it out. That's exactly how she is. And I'm not amused. And I just, I have no desire. And then I think about it. I'm like, well, that's not the only room we have. We got a kitchen. He can do the rest. Oh, he's been working in his, he has like a, we call it his room. It's more or less just the extra room where his stuff is. And he, it's, that's, he's in charge of that room right now. It's very stressful. Yeah, we had three arguments just yesterday. I don't know how these people that like have huge houses and they want to move because our house is tiny and it blows my mind. Plus the whole process is stressful. I can't, I'm just really not. When I was married, we were talking about putting our house on the market and my ex-husband's idea was, why don't you and the kids move in with your parents for a while and that way I can help get the house straight. He does not know what to go through with the clothes. He does not know what to go through with the toys and the other stuff in the house because his answer to everything was throw it away. You'd ask, well, where's this? I don't know. I used to have to, I used to joke that I would have to put property of his name on it so it wouldn't get thrown away. Oh, yeah. Because if it's if it's not yours, it doesn't matter. I'm just going to get rid of it. And then and his answer to everything was, I'll just buy you a new one. That, no, Lord, just no. don't mess with my stuff. Oh, and God. my oldest son now goes, Mom, we can just buy something new. And I'm like, I know where you get that from. Stop it. And I'll be like, no, we cannot. No, we cannot. We are you on don't a understand. budget. Someone bought this for me on the 3rd of October, that's just a, like Ella said. That's how Ella is. It's awful. No, we, we need the $281 a month to eat out. We don't have extra money to just buy random things. Exactly. We got to buy food. Have, we got to have the Starbucks, got to have the cake pops, <laughs> and we got to have the lose. We do. I mm. legit, I'm going to have to have lose. While you were delicious. doing keto, I kept saying, let's do lose. You're like, I cannot go to lose. Yeah, I'm, like, I'm doing keto. Yeah. I cannot go to lose. I'm doing keto. I know. I, I would, we went a couple of times and I just had to get soup and it was painful. Oh, man, you couldn't do anything. Yeah, because mm-hmm. it had all the soy and all the flour and all the other stuff in yeah, it. Yeah, so. I just had egg flour soup and cried a little into my bowl. It was sad. <laughs> How did you know which one were the tears, which one were the soup? Right? There was no difference. I don't know. I don't know. But, yeah, so I actually uh, got caught into the, an argument in the middle of an argument by my um, former in-laws one time in a store huh. <laughs> over something. And I'm just like, I am just going to step back from this one. And it was over something for the house. So, yeah, so I've seen those. I've been part of those. I don't like part of those. I don't like making a public scene. You know that. You know that. I don't like making a public scene. But you've also commented uh, things like, oh, Sheree's so mad. It's not going to be pretty when they get home. It's not going to be pretty. Sheree's about to hurt somebody. That's the way we are. We don't, we're just not very, like, we don't want to draw attention to ourselves. Exactly. We just want to be in the store. But when the laser beams start shooting out of your eyes, that's when you know. But yeah, that's what causes a lot of arguments. And it's usually over stuff for the home because one person sees the home one way, one person sees the home another way. And one person that keeps the home just the way it should be 
gets a little annoyed because the other one does not keep it that way. Oh, That's yeah. my thing. I'm getting on to my boys now. I'm like, do you not take pride in where you live? Because it's like they can like blow through a room. They're going on a weekend with their dad. They come home and the house is neat as can be. And then it takes less than a day to get blown up again. Mm-hmm. It's like tornado all the time. So I, I've started telling my kids for everything that you leave out of place, you don't put the pillows back on the couch, you leave dirty clothes in the living room, I'm going to go in your room and throw away three things of yours and I get to choose what they are. Oh, excellent. <laughs> that sounds uh, yeah. like a plan. I'm going to start using that. Start. My mom used to go in my room and threaten to clean with a trash bag. That worked for me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I need to start doing that now. Oh, for sure. And I'll, if I I'll step I'll, on one more Lego, I'm going to scream. I can start threatening it. We don't have Legos at our house. All right, so let's move on. The average couple does have 72 arguments a year. Arguments? They have arguments. They have 72 arguments a year about their home. And did you know, January, we are right in the middle of divorce month. Three red flags to look out for. I had no idea. People are arguing about their home. That's true. That's true. Also about eating out. (laughs) Apparently. January is sometimes called divorce month because lawyers tend to see an uptick in new clients after the holidays. People don't necessarily file for divorce now, though. They usually wait to get the ball rolling and file in the spring. Do you think they wait till, like, tax season to file? I don't know. I feel like they wait until after the holidays you know they're like oh we don't want to disrupt any of our holiday stuff and (laughs) And we know what I do with the holidays yeah and so (laughs) it's like I feel like that's why they're waiting I feel like they don't want to especially if they have kids they don't want to upset their kids good good Friday that's a good holiday to wait for I mean it has good extending things through uh, the holidays it has good in the title yeah not the same thing. You don't want to tie divorce and Good Friday with that. There's about 25% spike in the number of people looking for divorce advice in January, probably because they're waiting to get through the holidays, like See? you said. Spending habits change, like we talked about with cooking and all this other stuff and not cooking and eating out. Lawyers do something called a spousal support analysis. Oh, I had to go through that. That was not fun. Um, to figure out alimony, especially if one person brings in most of the money. And that's something that I did not ask for in my divorce. I did not ask for alimony. I wanted child support. I wanted um, things things for my children to be taken care of. Yeah. And of course, we split assets from the house and um, financial assets as well. Well, it's like the celebrities that go through and the when you marry a celebrity and you're not a celebrity, but then you get divorced and all of a sudden somebody has to pay you like $26,000 a month. And I'm like, that's, I can't remember who it was. I want to say Dennis Quaid. Somebody got married really quickly and it was probably Nicholas Cage. It's Nick Cage. It's probably Nicholas Cage now that I think about okay, it. Okay, here's what we're going to do. We're going to talk about cards against humanity in another episode because yes. Friends has their own cards against humanity. There should be a Nick Cage edition of Cards Against Humanity. That man has lived a life. I feel like he's on, you know, what do you mean? I feel like he's on that one several times. Oh, yeah. But yeah, he ended up, he got married really quickly and ended up having to pay the girl, I mean, like thousands and thousands of dollars a month in alimony. And they were only married for like 26 days or something. It's called hush money. It was insane. It's called hush money of having to be with Nick Cage and having to deal with that. And, oh, let's not talk about how crazy Nick Cage is. Yeah. Because I had a crazy ex that talked about he went to see a uh, Guns N' Roses show out in Vegas. He came out. (laughs) So, first of all, a crazy ex-boyfriend is telling me this story about how he saw Guns N' Roses in Vegas. And then... The crazy part to him was Nick Cage in a bathrobe introducing Andrew Dice Clay and Guns N' Roses. Jeez. <laughs> I don't even know how to process that. 
<laughs> How do you? I actually have a picture of Nick Cage and a Ferrari a friend of mine took when they were out in L.A. They look over and there's Nick Cage beside them. Take a little picture of Snap Snap. I'll bring it in tomorrow. Heck yeah. So yeah. So I wonder if that's worth $26,000 a month. I don't, apparently you only have to stay married for just a little bit if you marry a celebrity. Here's the thing. Would you stay married to Nick Cage for 26 days? Current Nick Cage? Probably not. Nick Cage, say, I don't know, when Peggy Sue got married. Yeah, I feel like older Nicolas Cage, like back in the day, would have been a normal. Like Valley Girls Nicolas Cage? Yeah, Mm. I feel like it would have been fine. Face off Nicolas Cage. Mm. We're going through crazier stages. I feel like, yeah. (gasps) Honeymoon in Vegas, Nicolas Cage. Yeah, face off Nicolas Cage, things change there. Um, But no, I feel like if it was older Nicolas Cage, like back in the 90s, like that maybe would have been okay. Probably could have survived the 26 days. Conair Nicolas Cage. Yeah. God, my dad loves that movie. Um, <laughs> and he's in He FBI made us watch training. it so many times. Um, Just in case. Yeah. He made us watch Conair and Training Day so I'm trying to much. think of a Nicolas Cage where... The Marrying Man, Nicolas Cage. Yeah, see, there's like... I love that one. There's older It has got Don Cheadle in it. That one, I totally would marry Nicolas Cage. But current Nicolas Cage, he seems kind of weird. I don't know if I could put up with all that. Bad stuff, Nicolas Cage, no. Yeah, I don't think I could put up with all that. Not for 26 days. It would have to cost me a lot. Any month would be divorce month if I had to put up (laughs) with that Nicolas Cage. I'm sorry, can we talk not only about your personality, but about your acting now, Nick? Yeah, you make poor choices... This is not going to work out. You're a Coppola. Come on. <laughs> you are a Coppola. I know you say Cage, but it's a Coppola. We know you're a Coppola. You've got better intentions than that. Come on. I'm judging. I am so judging, Nick Ugh. Cage. Watch him bust up in here one day. I Our wish. promotions guy is going to be like, well, we, there's, we've got a celebrity in town. They're shooting a film. Do you want to interview him? It's sure. Nick Cage. And the like, Peaches is over here going, he's going to murder us. Because you talked about him on that podcast on January 15th, blah, 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 blah. Eh, it happens. It'll be fine. All right, then. Tomorrow on the Diva's Dish podcast, we will talk not about divorce month. We're going to talk about um, cohabitating not in a romantic relationship, but in an office relationship. You have a male office mate. I have a male office mate. Our, my male office mate will be in with us tomorrow. Excellent. So it's going to be Diesel from the planet and also ESPN Upstate. He's a producer at ESPN Upstate. So you producers are going to um, gang up on me again. I know it's going to happen. Eh, Actually, might. not with Diesel. Diesel either is going to flirt with Peaches or throw Peaches under the bus. Sorry, Peaches. I... What? It's one. Or, it's going to be one or the other for sure. It's What is she doing? I don't know. What we, is that hand gesture? We went really long today. We went so really long about not absolutely nothing. We went absolutely I nothing. I really don't think we even talked about anything of substance today, but whatever. It's there. Oh, I do want to talk about this one little thing before we follow up. Elise always drops these bombs that I do not hear until I'm editing it <laughs> or until Peaches has it edited and put up on the server. Yesterday, we were talking about um, realizing you, you've you hit your glass ceiling. You're not going any further than this, or you're not going to get those giant dreams that you dreamt of as a, as a child. Um, so one thing Elise wanted as a child was to be Delilah. Mm-hmm. You said yesterday, I realize I'm not going to be Delilah. Diddy and I are talking back and forth. You're throwing comments in there <laughs> yeah. like Aunt Bethany <laughs> from Christmas Vacation. And all of a sudden, we hear this as we're editing because Diddy's in the office as I'm editing. And you go, I realize I'm never going to have my own theme song. 
That's true. <laughs> Delilah. I know. Oh, look at you with a voice. You're always like, I can't sing, Sri. Yeah, you can. Look at you. I can when it comes to Delilah's themes. Delilah. That's just like Delilah. Oh, gosh. But maybe we can do Elise. I'm going to one day. Uh, that's my goal is to have, I want my own theme song. I used to want to be a talk show host. And but so the that fact would, that you yeah. said that yesterday and it totally flew over both of no, our heads. Nobody heard it. We are editing and then we're like, oh my God. <laughs> no, people, I'm telling you, that happens a lot. I'll slip random things into conversation and people don't realize it. And then later on, they'll be thinking about it and they're like, wait a minute, did you say? And I'm like, yes, I did. You planted a seed. I you did. planted this. Okay. Okay. If we have any musician friends out there, you need to make up a theme song for Elise. If you feel like you can make it up, up a theme song for the Divas Dish podcast, of course, we've got um, we've got the great intro from the amazing Lizzo, Worship Me. Perfect intro. And by the way, coming up tomorrow, we're going to talk about what film I saw over the weekend that starts out with our theme music, Elise. <gasps> it's, Somebody else uses it? Uh, yes. Like a boss starts out with it. And it ends with a song that Miranda and I have been videoed by Diddy singing at a Christmas party. Oh, so it's it's like my life, like a boss. But I have my own theme song. Yeah, it's, it's Lizzo's "Worship Me," but it's both of them. <laughs> that I sounds want, so bad I when I say it. Song. So yeah, so we're gonna come up with that. I you do have a Christmas theme song, just like I oh have an everyday theme song. No, it's not Christmas. a theme song. Yeah, it's not Christmas season anymore. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Just. 450 more days. Nope. Yeah. It was like, <laughs> like 150 more days till more Christmas music. It's like nine months. <sighs> you can have a baby in that time. A oh. lot can happen in that time. Would you rather another baby or more Christmas music? Oh, good God. <laughs> Is there Not a the third option? Yes. I, I will take answer C, please. I had an ex-boyfriend a while back tell me we should have had a kid together. And I'm like, <laughs> no. Ew, no. <laughs> no. We don't have kids with random people. No. <laughs> no. I don't have kids with that person. Ew. No. I'm almost at the finish line. Even though my kids are little, I'm almost at the finish line, exactly. which means I'm out of the diaper change. Why would you stage. want to start over? That's why people have grandkids. They exactly. spell them and send them home. Exactly. My mom would definitely say that. That's what my mom's used to say. My mom's like, if I knew grandkids were this much fun, I would have had them first. Yeah, I, yeah my mom would probably agree with that. Absolutely. All right. Tomorrow on the Divas Dish Podcast, we'll have our guest Diva. I almost said Diddy. No, I'll have Diddy back here anytime. Guest Diva Diesel tomorrow on the Divas Dish Podcast. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.